Oh, hello. Hey there. How you doing? Awesome. How are you? I'm good. We're back. Yay. For another <coughs> episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> I coughed in your whole sentence. My apologies. You're not allowed to die, ma'am. I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> Sorry, welcome back to another episode of A Thousand Miles Apart. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Takara. And this is our podcast about two best friends who live a thousand miles apart. Um, we are going to be doing some interesting topics today. Yes, yes, interesting. Yes, um, Mr. Burns' hand. Yes, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry for coughing through your greetings to the audience. My apologies. Choking on water. It's not the Rona. Um, but let's jump right on in. So, if you're not living under a rock and you're paying attention to the news and the current protests, Black Lives Matter movement, all of all of the racial things, then companies are talking about changing their logos. Um, different states are agreeing to take down statues if they haven't already been torn down by protesters. Um, so that is our first topic. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. All righty. So, <laughs> so I'll kick it off with um, Aunt Jemima. Um, I don't know who's auntie or auntie. She is the Aunt Jemima is um, being taken off of her face is being taken off of the Aunt Jemima pancake mix and syrup. And um, I guess there's some some mixed reviews regarding it where some people, your, your I don't see color people are like, oh, she's such a wonderful and pleasant face. I love looking at her as I make my pancakes. Um, her her family feels like it's erasing her legacy. And then there's some people who are like, oh, okay. Is it enough? Are they getting in front of the racial tension? Um, you know, is, is it, you know, appeasing? Is it just pandering to the Black Lives Movement? I don't know. Quaker Oats have just done a charitable donation and kept it pushing, or is this really a push in the right direction? Um, you know, I think that some of it is a, a little bit of pandering to the Black Lives Matter movement right now because uh, it has so much momentum right now. Mm. It is big. It is a big sustained protest that I don't think anybody saw coming. Uh, I think that it looks good for companies who have in the past tried to be apolitical to all of a sudden hitch their wagon to Black Lives Matter. When we all know five years ago, they would have been renouncing the Black Lives Matter movement. I think that... It is interesting, the timing, 
of them wanting to change all these different companies wanting to change their mascots we have been saying for a long time not just we but any kind of minority group that's been marginalized as a a goofy mascot on some kind of product uh we've been saying for a long time that's racist and it's been brushed away as people being overly sensitive the demand that political correctness be quashed is overwhelming it's Mm -hmm. people think that it's an erasure of history an erasure of legacies to remove these kind of mascots that are steeped in racist history uh it's not it's a correction of history that should have happened a long time ago it's not erasing a the woman bottle now um i don't takara 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 the woman Takara, can you hear me? Takara, Takara, you're fading away. Yes. You, I, you, you went away. Um, hey, I'm here. Me now. I'm sorry. It looked here like it um, our connection went out for a second. My bad. I'll take the blame for that. You know, it Frontier is horrible, guys. In my <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a whole you have thunder going on where you live? Oh, it's your fault. Then. It is your fault. <laughs> Frontier, my apologies. Like- <laughs> I'm not going to bust out the gate cursing at you. So go on. Um... You were talking about <laughs> where where we leave off. About. Okay, um, so the racist mascots. There's been kind of a, a outspokenness about it for a long time. This is not a new thing. Like I know for a fact, black people have been saying something about Aunt Jemima for a minute. Uh, it's interesting to see these companies all of a sudden care. It, it's definitely um, mm. it's a Nike Kaepernick type of move, you know, where they're seizing the moment and they. it's not like it's going to win them customers, but they're definitely seizing the moment for good PR. And whether it's an honest correction of past wrongs, I don't know. You know, even if they do get good press off of it, does it matter right now? I don't know. You know, Aunt Jemima, is her family making money off of this depiction of her today? I don't think so. Was she treated well? You know, it's actually interesting to learn the history of her, that she went around and she did demonstrations with this new complete pancake mix where you just have to add water. And, you know, it was very well received and she did that for a very long time. So it is interesting to learn that history that in 
such a segregated era in a racially tense era that she was successful and well received in doing that but then I have to think was she paid well you know was she paid well for doing that work was she treated well for doing that work or was it just a job to her would she care today that she went from this mammy image and we all know mammy is racist and people forget Aunt Jemima was slick because they've already made moves to make the image less controversial but you mentioned before that she I forgot about it until you mentioned it Aunt Jemima used to have yep. that red looking, and white polka dot like scarf her on her head back. she had a plumper face and yeah and then they and she was they slimmed out her face wasn't she that, that rag off her head and curled her hair to you know make her more appealing however like that's supposed to it's like that was already a, an acknowledgement that you're using a racist type of not even a racist but you know you're using something that's that stems back from a, a more racist era you're using that logo and then you try to clean it up. Well, if she were free, she would have went to the hair salon. She would be walking around, back on her head. Like, you know, like, it, to me, the updated version shows that you already acknowledge her image was not, was not appealing to Black audiences. So do we... At this point, now that we know that the company has made already before any any of this happened, before any kind of demand happened, did any, that's what I want to know. Are companies doing this on their own without prompting? Are they trying to get ahead of a possible boycott or a push from the public for them to change? Or are they coming to some kind of consensus that yes these people these mascots are steeped in a racist history and we need to change that when it comes to Aunt Jemima in particular or even um like I don't know the history of a lot of these mascots Uncle Ben's Aunt Jemima and the cream of wheat guy who nobody actually knows his name just the cream of wheat guy like these were apparently all real people I don't know if Uncle Ben, um, the Uncle Ben's spokesperson, I don't know if he ever spoke, but I'm just going to keep calling them mascots because yeah. I don't know if these were real people, if these were their real names. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know the history behind the brands using their likenesses for their product because you would assume at a crazy time in history where racism was the norm where black people were perceived as less than why would a company put a black man on their product or a black woman at that on their product it's not like it's going to help it sell more but i understand the marketing side of it too like oh you know the mammy types yeah give you that she feeling of comfort and good cooking yeah. you know big bosom black woman mm-hmm. 
So I would like to, I, I mean, it only takes a little bit of Googling to learn the history of the Uncle Ben's mascot and the cream of wheat mascot to learn their significance to the brands. But, and this is not me playing devil's advocate. I just would like to know what we want from companies. Like, what do we expect from them? Do we want black erasure as in black people will no longer be on these boxes in people's homes or do we want like I mean we can't go back in time and change what they've already done so are you going to boycott these brands like I don't think about that when I go to buy syrup if Aunt Jemima is on sale I might buy Aunt Jemima even when she had the red and white rag on her head i probably have bought on jemima syrup so and i wasn't thinking about it and i wasn't thinking about the racist implications of it but but today after the company has already somewhat reconciled that like you said they took off the scarf she's still a black woman she's a smiling black woman hair curled there's you look at that picture and you honestly don't see anything racist about it so i would like to just know what do people want from one thing i was thinking about was right now lace butter like if no one had pointed out to me that the the native american that was sitting crisscross applesauce on the front of the box had been taken off i would have never noticed that it's just a a sunburn the label now behind the words land lakes so did it need a public announcement? You know what I mean? Like if you quietly took that off when there was no major racial tension, or at least, you know, in the media, then why couldn't you just have quietly changed your logo for for taking off Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, whoever the Quaker Road Sky is, who I think is probably Uncle Ben too. I don't know. But with Uncle Ben's brother's name be, I don't fucking know. But anyway, um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, did it need a public announcement? That's what makes it seem like pandering to me, where you have to make it a point. Did you see? Did you see? We, we're, we're doing right now. You could have easily just put a yellow gold seal over where Aunt Jemima used to be at, and it still be syrup. If, you could easily take Uncle Ben off of the damn rice, and I'm still gonna buy it every right. Thanksgiving to make my hop and John. It's the only time of the year I buy Uncle Ben's rice. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. I appreciate the effort if it's genuine. You can kiss my ass if it's just pandering because it's not like you never had black employees at your at your company at this point in time. You know what I mean? Like. Quaker Roast and to make it all this way with no black people working there besides whoever this humanized version of Aunt Jemima is no yeah. one else told you this shit look racist so uh, yeah so I guess I would like to know I swear every time I ask for feedback from people well, you know what? <laughs> Let me lower my expectations. We're not nationwide yet. <laughs> okay. 
but I really do. Uh, I would love to hear feedback from people on what exactly you would like to see happen in regards to seeing black people as mascots. Um, and I hate calling them mascots because, yeah. but I guess they are, especially if they're not real people, if they're characterizations of black people. But I keep going back to the fact that they're not. And again, I have not researched the history of these characterizations. They could be real people. They could be based off of real people, like supposedly Aunt Jemima was. Um, But today, as they are now, when you look at them on their packaging, there's nothing racist about them. Like I look at Aunt Jemima, I look at the fake Aunt Jemima picture and she seems just like a smiling black woman. Actually, she looks like my dearly departed grandmother. Okay, she and I'm not even kidding. She looks like my grandmother. Same high cheekbones, big open smile and I'm just like, I don't see anything outwardly wrong with that because the company has already corrected their image they've already taken away that mammification of this black woman and which was the real racist part about it and they have now just put a black woman up there she's no longer the mammy character so do we keep associating this black woman as the mammy character even though the company has already tried to correct the error of their ways or do we just dead the company are we like nope you already made the mistake you were making a mistake for years you didn't want to fix it for years when you finally did fix it it was too late we don't care now you racist done at what point do we stop and say okay you have done enough to to fix your error or to make amends for what you've done in the past. And when it comes to Uncle Ben's and when it comes to the (laughs) Camel Wheat man, which I think are different people, um, um, like the, the guy on the cream of wheat packaging I don't know his history. So when I look at him and his big white chef hat and he has this big steaming pulp um, bowl of cream of wheat, I'm thinking he could be a chef like who developed this strangely delicious porridge crap or he could have been a house slave who had to serve this and somehow that image was you know, put on the packaging, you know, I, I, I know it's, it sounds kind of far-fetched, but you never know yeah. with these marketing geniuses, what they think of. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and Uncle Ben's, I mean, he's, like, he's literally yeah, just a face. Old grandpa. He's just a face. So there's, and I think of them and you know, I don't know if there's a lot of packaging that has people, people on it, but I know Sylvia's, if you've ever had her um, collard greens or cabbages, sweet potatoes, she sells all these Southern type canned goods. She is up there, black woman, but she's a real person. That was her own company. 
so I understand it. You mentioned before Famous Amos. That's right. He created those cookies. So it makes sense if his face, I don't know if it's on the packaging anymore. I think it, it might have been be. on I one don't point. Know if it's but, um, is, but I know that like I don't the know. history of who Famous Amos is is on the box of cookies. The history of Sylvia's restaurant is on well, it used to be. I don't know if it still is. I haven't bought Sylvia's Greens in a minute, but it was on her her cans, however, and it taught you, you know, about how they created their business and all this other stuff. And you don't see that with Uncle Ben, Aunt Jemima, or Cream of Wheat guy. By the way, Cream of Wheat is disgusting. Just don't throw that out there. But anywho. <laughs> I honestly have not had Cream of Wheat in a very, very long time. But from what I remember of it, Listen, I've bought it like two or three times in the past five years, and I don't know what happens to it, but I forget I have it. And then when I realize I have it, it's expired, so I just throw it away. And then I end up in the store again, and I'm like, oh, cream of weed. I have good memories of that, and I buy another box, and then I don't eat it, and I throw it away. So it's just a vicious cycle. Um but I have actually good memories of cream of wheat. I remember having syrup on it. Isn't that how people it. eat it? Brown sugar and it. syrup or something. Yeah. It definitely had syrup. Ouch. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> bougie-ness. <laughs> you too good for people refined taste buds. You too good for us like poor people it, gruel. And huh? I don't like cream of wheat. <laughs> Yes, they were they're... refined, refined taste. I have watched you dip French fries into ice you cream. Have Get me the fuck out of here! Which refined taste, or maybe vanilla ice cream. But anywho, <laughs> refined taste. But sometimes you like sweet and salty. Don't judge me. This is not about me. <laughs> it's about the racism. All the all the all the boxes of food that we eat. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. Okay. <laughs> you better be happy that you're a thousand miles apart from me. <laughs> um so okay. I don't know what what would you guys like to see happen with these mascots? Would you like to see them completely removed from the packaging? Or listen, I think there's a difference between Uncle Ben's because we already know Aunt Jemima was steeped in racism, but there's a difference between Uncle Ben's and the Land Lakes Native American lady. Um, I they just threw like a Native American um, lady the on the packaging. What does that have to do that with was anything? From her, her people, which is a good segue. <laughs> oh my god! So it's just like, yeah. it's just like you a big that. f you to Native Americans. Ha ha! We took, we took everything and then threw you on our butter, and you don't benefit from you. any of it. Ha ha! put it all together. Fuck you. Who knows? 
Oh, which is a common theme in American history in regards to minorities, isn't it? (laughs) Thank you for your service. Fuck you. So yeah, so but, okay. of Native Americans, so you were saying something about a segue taken and their old lakes um, statues. So we we know that different confederate confederate excuse me um, generals and soldiers and Christopher Columbus statues are just coming down all over the country. Um, now that I do feel is a much better effort than a damn logo. Like, I, not that I don't care about Aunt Jemima being on a, on a bottle of syrup or any, I don't even like syrup. So I don't buy this stuff, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. <laughs> but... Ooh. Oh, you I don't weird. care for You it. extra weird. Like, I don't me, like syrup. I can eat my pancakes Ugh. without it. I don't really care Ugh. for pancakes. Anyway, still not about me. But yeah, so I <laughs> <laughs> you I I remember the first time um you did tell me that when we were on that class trip to Virginia and we stopped at Ponderosa for breakfast, a giant breakfast mm-hmm. buffet, and you you just wanted bacon. And I think that's the first time you said you didn't like it. syrup. I don't care. And I thought syrup. you were weird back then. Yes. Remember they tried to charge you for full breakfast sharing. and you just ate bacon I off had of bacon them. and juice. <laughs> and they came on the bus. You remember that? Because nobody was tipping and all sort of stuff. Don't wrong me. I ain't eat your food. Yes. Shit. Golly. I didn't want it. Just because I sat down with everybody, I don't owe you a tip. Or a cost for the fucking bacon, Ponderosa. <laughs> it's fine. It's team tangent. Sorry, sorry. We um, love our tangent. But yeah, I do we feel love like moving the statues is a step in the right direction. Um, as far as being truthful about the history of this country. Like, this is the only place I know of where people celebrate losers of a war. You know, like we we don't we don't need all this Confederate stuff around. Like if they already like states in the South at least. Um, I don't know if it was ever in North. No, it wouldn't be in Northern. Does Stephanie? It's the South versus North War. Anyway, but Southern states have already um taken the Confederate flag off of their state flag, right? Like it changed in Georgia years ago or whatever. So why not start ripping down the statues? You lost the war. There is nothing to celebrate. Correct the history in the history books about what really happened. Read it and go from there. If your people died in the war, cool. Build a memorial for them in your yard, your backyard. I don't want to see it. But... (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, you can tell the story of things in history <laughs> without having to erect a damn statue glorifying someone who did something horrible. Christopher Columbus doesn't deserve a statue. Dude, you are not a freaking hero. I don't even care if I get the day off. I, I, I'll work it and take a different day off. You know what I mean? Like, nah. 
the sketchiness of people who have statues mm -hmm. in this country is like astounding. And I think it's great. Take that shit down, take their names off of schools, off of federal buildings, all that stuff. We don't need to glorify anything horrific that you did. And that also includes doctors who mutilated black people in experiments because they didn't think we felt pain. Take all that shit down. That's where I'm at with it. Take it down. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. Um, I think that this is a this is an appropriate time to seize on the Black Lives Matter movement. This is something that to me, it seems worthwhile. It's not a pandering thing. It's a come to Jesus moment where states, cities, towns, whatever, have to realize that, you know, they have almost been manipulated and it's a hundred years long manipulation. I mean, I'm still learning every day because they say to you know, the, the victors get to write history, basically. And unfortunately, when it has come to a lot of Southern history, that's not exactly true. It seems to be to the more strategic goes, um, you know, they get to write the history. So I actually, I'm actually ashamed to say this, but I recently, I've heard of, a, of the Daughters of the Confederacy. I believe that's what they're called. Um, I've heard of them. I heard of them years and years ago. So the, it, the name is not new. I kind of knew what they were about, but you get more and more history as time goes on. People want to cry and say history is being rewritten. No, history is being uncovered. History is finally being told in the way that it actually happened. So all these stupid statues, these, um, General Lee statues and glorifying all these different racist um, people in remember. history, including that doctor who I forgot his name. I just saw a video about it too, but that was horrible. But you know, they're glorifying these people who, regardless of how you may perceive what they've done or the supposed good they've done for mankind, they committed atrocities against a, a lot of people. Um, so anyway, Daughters of Confederacy, once the, once the Southern states lost, basically, they lost the Civil War, the Daughters of Confederacy were like this conservative, I don't even know how you would describe them, but they were Democrats at the time, um, group of women, basically wives of powerful white men who were like maybe previous slave owners or whatever, but they were kind of displaced, but they still had a lot of power. And they went on this campaign to uh, almost rewrite history books. And they began getting history books written in a way that the war didn't happen to glorify the Confederacy as winners almost um, and vilify the, the North, the Union, as if um, it was just like a land grab almost. 
and that the Confederacy were so patriotic for trying to hold on to their Southern ideals. And they tried to rewrite the fact that everything was about slavery. And they said it was about landowners' right. rights and all that kind of... It was about slavery. No matter how many different ways you you chop and screw it, it was about slavery. So these statues started getting erected after the civil rights movement um, in the 60s. Uh, I believe it was like around 1965. All these statues that you see coming down, most of them were put up as a direct affront to the civil rights movement. So when the civil rights movement started gaining steam and getting noticed nationwide and, you know, the president realized that he integration had to happen and equality had to happen, these people led by groups like the Daughters of the Confederacy started commissioning these statues in places of honor and reverence in town squares and public places where they absolutely didn't belong. So when I say I don't give a damn about the statues, I don't. Two years ago, when I heard about statues being torn down, I definitely was singing a different tune. And I said, I thought it was stupid to tear them down, put them into a museum where they can be given the proper context. Now, I don't care. There's so many of them around. And I'm sorry, but taking down a statue doesn't erase history. It doesn't. It doesn't erase history, and especially when these statues right. have information attached to them that isn't accurate. Like, how are you going to portray um, General Lee as a hero? A hero to whom? A hero to who? That that's crazy. So yeah, I don't care about this statue. He lost the whole war. And I recently saw something that said um, he brutalized he brutalized his uh, slaves. Like, you've never Just been to Stone Mountain Park crazy. in Georgia, have you? So, so on Stone Mountain Park, well, on no. the actual mountain piece of Stone Mountain, there's a whole engraving of General um, Lee and three other people. I don't know who they are, but anyway. Um, there was like a push when Georgia was changing its um, flag and all that stuff to try to erase that from the side of the mountain. And at one point I'm like, well, it is a part of Georgia's history, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, nah, as I went there and saw how people, like there are people who purposefully decorate their cars in Confederate flags, like on purpose. They got the tire on, hats, handkerchiefs, pants, like all kinds of craziness or whatever to let you know I stand with the Confederacy. I might call you the Ember while I'm here. Like, like it was very, very, very freaking tense. And at the end of the night, when everyone's done mm. having fun, they have a whole light show, which I'm like, oh, this is cool, a light show. And they, they tell the whole story inaccurately of the damn Civil War. Like Robert E. Lee is alive and riding off with his soldiers, waving his Confederate flag. Like there's a whole animation. Like they bring it to life during the, life sh- during the light <laughs> show 
and they're riding off, gallop, galloping on their horses as if they rolled into to some kind of victory. Dude, you lost a whole war. Let it go. Let it go. Not that he's here to hear me tell him let it go. But the people who are like glorifying him, I'm like, y'all read the same book I read? Because I'm free as shit out here in this in this woods with y'all. Like, what? <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> crazy to me. But I feel like if statues go, then we need to revisit the whole little thing on Stone Mountain. Take that shit down too. Sam blasted off. They have even preserved old old plantation homes and stuff. That's not a part of my history that I want to be constantly reminded of when I go take my kids to an amusement park. That's uh, that is really horrible. People get so upset because they we'll say, you. "When does it stop? When is it enough?" The better question should be, the better question should be, why are you so comfortable with it? Because America, America has normalized racism. It is ingrained into our way of life to the point that to try to remove racism offends people. You know how fucked up that is? To try to remove racism fucks people up they can't even comprehend my history my his is it is history mm-hmm. but you should understand accurate history how things really happen you know they they love their confederate flags people even people around where i live i've seen a confederate flag bumper stickers hell there's somebody at my job that has a confederate wow. flag bumper sticker and i'm like why why though why? What are you? What are you supporting right now? What are you so proud of right now? Your heritage, being losers, being traitors to the country—that's what you're proud of. Uh, I don't get it, but yeah, I um, <laughs> you know, I love getting into my internet arguments, <laughs> and like I said, I'm always learning. I have. I don't like being wrong. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Have no problem <laughs> with being wrong. It's about the learning experience. No. I don't, I, don't, I don't like being wrong, okay? Which is why I try not to insert myself into any argument where I can't give factual evidence to back my point of view. Somebody today was trying to argue with me about, you know, where does it end Uh, basically he was positioning his argument as white people have done enough to remedy the ills of the past to so that now we should be able to simply learn from history what learn from statues and learn from all this other stuff without having to destroy it he's mad that statues are being torn down and he's saying history is being twisted and i politely let him know no dear you've been lied to and you're angry because it seems like things are being twisted when in fact Mm, you're being enlightened and your brain can't take it it's easy it's easy for us to say yeah we believe it because we're black in america we grow up with this stuff in the back of our heads like we know that 
Blacks face enormous injustice and have faced mm-hmm. enormous injustice in this country for generations. That's just, we just know. And we have to accept this casual racism. We have racist people on our money, okay? And then people flippantly say, well, if you don't like it, stop using that bill. What is it, the $10 bill that they wanted to change? They want to put Harriet Tubman on? Uh And was it the 20? Oh, because Hamilton is on the 10, isn't he? Don't even get me started on these presidents. Or, um, wait, wait, Hamilton. Lord, I sound stupid right now. I definitely need, um, I definitely need a review on civics and stuff. President, all that. Crap. Yes, this is an odd but, time for you to say that. Yeah. You sure it was a twenty? You sure it was a t- no? But are you no? I. Come on, who who remembers all the stupid presidents? And I, it I think it is Hamilton. I think it is a ten dollar bill though. And Hamilton. And Hamilton. Are you doing? No, no, no. Ooh, I need an award. Harriet Tubman was supposed to be on the 20-year right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But Hamilton was not a president. So people always say they were presidents, blah, blah, blah. He wasn't a president. Um, who care? Who cares about found the founding fathers being on bills and stuff like that? Like people really take it that far back to try to say we shouldn't be trying to erase history. And this same guy who I was in an argument with today was saying stuff like Lincoln had slaves, he was a slave owner, and then he freed the slaves. Like, what's the problem? Well, well, honey, Lincoln actually didn't own slaves, um, and it very well may have been because his family couldn't afford to own them, or it could have been their ideology. Um, you know, he, he wasn't about to own people. So they didn't own slaves. His family didn't own slaves. He was never a slave owner. But Lincoln absolutely did sign the um Emancipation the Freedom Papers for people. God you know my br- I didn't want We're to get tongue tied saying it. Thank you. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the freedom papers. But I really would have gotten tongue tied trying to say it. So, anyway, he did sign that. But he also said, but on the flip side, guys, if I could end this war without freeing the slaves, I absolutely would. So, you know, all these years, I'm like, yeah, Lincoln was legit. He freed slaves. He he made Black people free. And the whole time, he wouldn't have if he didn't have to. It was too many white people dying on the fields like this is a good now i don't know if this was his thought process but hmm, this is a waste of good white blood out here 
We should stop this. What are we fighting for? We need for? to stop this oh, war. You don't want to stop? You don't, set him free. Give me my quill. Give me my quill and my ink. <laughs> yeah, just anyway. Tear the statues down. Replace the racist presidents on the money. I don't care. I, I actually don't care if they blow faces off of um, what's that mountain? Because you reminded me of it with the stone mountain. Mount Rushmore. Listen, guys, I'm not stupid. I just have a problem with my memory. Mm. So don't, You're don't smarter than a fifth grader. I'm smart enough. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I probably would beat the fifth graders in most stuff except math. I'm stupid in math, but just about everything else I'm okay in. Um, But yes, I don't care if they blow the faces off Mount Rushmore. At this point, who cares? It's not erasing history. It's not. We still have to learn about this stuff. Children still need to learn about the history in the books, and hopefully they'll learn about the accurate history and not the whitewashed history of things you know there was a don't want to go on the tangent but I think it was in Texas where they had textbooks that were teaching children that slaves were workers that came from Africa they were workers mm-hmm. that came we over were, to work we were the not field. even close to being like it was voluntary like no no <laughs> stupid so yeah my I guess my whole point is um, it is not erasing history to remove racist figures from places of prominence and importance Um, they do not need to be in places of honor they can be taken down and our children will still learn about them in schools it's fine it's completely fine. Why don't we replace these figures with other great people? We have a lot of great people in our past who didn't own other people, who didn't commit genocides like Christopher Columbus, uh, you know, who didn't kill off thousands of people or try to enslave people or experiment on people. We have great historical figures that could be in those places of honor. We don't need to have slave masters and generals that fought for slavery. You know, it's fine. We, When you know better, you should do better. I keep saying that. I always say that. When you know better, you should do better. And America has a bad habit of trying to clutch onto the past instead of progressing forward in being better. We have the tools and resources. We have the information at our fingertips and people are still trying to keep America Mm -hmm. in the past or as a certain person likes to say, make America great again. And when they say that, they mean take us back to that time when Blacks knew their place and white people didn't have to worry right. about think, you know, like their place in society. They, like people were saying, when is it enough? So. It's enough when, when no one has to go through this. Like, if, if, you, if you have racist figures that 
like you said, they committed genocide, that enslaved people, that fought to keep slavery legal and all that other good stuff. Like that's when it's enough. Like when we take the steps as a country to correct history to where it makes better sense. We can tell the truth about the history. Shoot, if you, you want to leave the statue up, cool. Change the plaque. Killer of many, hater of all. Some some shit that accurately depicts who you really were as a person. Right. We should not be glorifying you. The glorification goes into the family scrapbook because they love them so very much. The state, the the city, whoever, everyone doesn't have to meet, doesn't have to love you and glorify you. And I feel like if it makes the people of your country, your state, your city, wherever, feel uncomfortable, then you need to address it. That's all I got. All I got. True. <laughs> no, I think it's just history isn't being rewritten, guys. It's just being put in your face. Your whole way of life is being questioned now. Not your way of life, but your history is now being corrected so it's not being erased is being corrected you've been lied to it's time to wake up you're in the matrix okay (laughs) come on um i don't know it's like a meme thing now i think you take red pill is when you learned that the matrix exists i think blue pill is when you get to stay in the matrix and be oblivious stop taking the, the blue pill that's why i had to ask sorry <laughs> <laughs> i've watched it like a million times mm, and i still well. don't even know if i'm right moving so, on whatever <laughs> moving on though i've well, now that we're talking about the Matrix, I, I did just want to say I am a huge Matrix fan, and I have seen the first movie probably 20 times. At one point, I had most of the dialogue memorized. That's how big of a wow. fan I was. I through a lot of the Matrix. So, irrelevant? Yes. <laughs> you sleep through every movie but we're not going to talk about it because I don't want it to seem like I'm roasting you you sleep through well, every movie and this is why I stopped going to the movies with you <laughs> whatever <laughs> to know you is to love to love you with a smidge of hate reserve <laughs> that is I all right. Anyway, sensitive stuff. Segueing into our next topic, <laughs> which I won't have a good segue. So, I think we mentioned this a few episodes ago about being now being the old people on Facebook. Um, but but you know, earlier you had a hard time remembering mm. things like Emancipation Proclamation. And <laughs> whatever else you forgot, or whatever. So it's just cool for me to jump in and Mount Rushmore. There we go. So it's cool for me to jump in and you know, give you a little, little alley oopage, you know, a little help. But um, I'm not always going to be there. Um, so, our, 
<laughs> are we old? Are we really <laughs> those old people over there? Like, uh, we are in our technically mid thirties, right? And since twenty twenty, your mama. Yeah. Since twenty twenty, <laughs> since twenty twenty does not exist. Um, we will continue to be in our mid thirties a little longer. But um, yeah, so we're in that weird millennial, but older millennial um, slash exennial where we were around for the analog, the digital conversion of technology. And we are just being left behind to some degree and saying newfangled. Like we... <laughs> so yeah, it's to the point now where like my kids always be like, like when they imitate me, they're like, it's back in my day. And I'm like, I can't say your mama to you because I am your mama. Like, what? <laughs> back in my day, first of all, I never say back in my day. I say when I was a child. <laughs> no lie to Kyle. Like, to walk they literally put on an old person's voice. <laughs> they lean forward and hold their backs. Like a little old man with a cane and come for my age. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm 36 years old. Damn it. I'm not that old. My children are 16, 12, and 9. So you're supposed to be younger than me, damn it. How weird would that be for us to be very close in age? Am I supposed to be 17? I, I was a high in the pants ass one year old. Like, that's not going to happen. Shit. So yeah, things did happen back in my day, but I don't say that when I was a child. But they're like, oh, well, mommy, what kind of video games did you have? Did you have video games? Did you have them? Shut the whole hell up, children. Shut all the way up. <laughs> yes, I had electricity. Yes, I played video games. And that's why I whoop your ass every time we play Mario Brothers. Because I know where everything is. But anyway, I'm sorry. I got a little bit in my feelings. Are we old? <sighs> All right. So my issue with memory, I don't know. I honestly believe it's a medical thing because my memory used to be great um, like five years ago. And then I don't think it was like, oh, I'm in my 30s and now I forgot everything. Something, something going on with me that I can't bring stuff up like I used to be. I can be thinking of a word like to describe a deep, dark color red. And I know the word and I just can't bring it up, just like Mount Rushmore and Emancipation Proclamation. It's like, I know exactly what I'm talking about, but I just can't bring it up to say it. So it could be part of getting older. It could be something. I, don't know. I mean, we know it's a lot of stuff wrong with me. So who knows? Um, but I do know I have been doing this since I was young, walking into a room and forgetting why I walked in there. Many times I do that every single day and I have to think back to what I was just doing 
to remember why it was so important for me to get up and go into another room. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I was sitting on the bed. I was watching TV. Okay. And then I listen and I'm like, I don't have anything cooking, do I? Nope. The dog is fed. Yep. The dog doesn't have to go out, right? What did I want? <laughs> oh, I'm thirsty. Like, <laughs> it was so bad. It's so bad. But I haven't been doing that since I was young. So it may just be like not paying enough attention to your surroundings or what you're doing. Um, I will say a, my tolerance has lessened a lot over the past few years where I used to have a high tolerance for a lot of stuff. And now I just can't stand it. I've never liked a lot of noise and it's strange but considering I am a huge music listener, I always used to have, you know, earbuds, headphones on my ears, listening to music, not super high, but, mm. you know, I'm listening to music, I drown the world out, right? But loud noises irritate me. And I have found myself having to tamp down caring tendencies um, when people are just trying to live their life. And I'm just like, I need to chill. They're just out there having a good time. I have a neighbor. Kid is like nine years old. He goes outside on like a Saturday afternoon and he's bouncing his basketball. Okay. It's not his fault that I'm 36 years old and I work a nine to five job Monday through Friday and I'm actually really exhausted and I'm just laying in my bed on Saturday morning trying to relax Saturday afternoon <laughs> that's bad trying to relax it's not his fault but you know how bad I want to stick my <laughs> head out the window and say get the know? hell back in the house <laughs> Stop bouncing that basketball. I get so irritated. But I can't say anything. My neighbors had a party last week. And they had like a... Somebody had a mic. They had speakers. They kept singing happy birthday for like 30 minutes. They kept singing happy birthday. And I wanted to say... I Oh, I really wanted to go out there and say, Shut the fuck up! <laughs> but I didn't. So... I think getting older, you have to tamp down some of your caring tendencies. I'm not ending up on anybody's video, viral. okay? Make sure you shout I the refuse. <laughs> I refuse to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I make sure. I if I ever do Karen, <laughs> I will mention the podcast. <laughs> um. What else do I do that's really stupid? I don't care about technology. Like, I, I don't care. I will keep, listen, I don't need to update my phone every time a new version comes out. I don't care about new stuff. I just need what I have to work well. So if this phone that I have today is going to work well for the next three years, I am keeping this phone. Unless a new phone comes out with some serious features that will benefit me somehow and make my life easier, 
I'm not upgrading this phone. This phone is going to die in my hands. Okay. So I don't care about technology. I don't care about keeping up with what younger people are doing. And I used to be able to keep up with stuff, but now I can't. I'm just like, I don't care, man. I don't care about what slang words you're using. I don't care about flossing. And I know flossing is so two years ago, but I don't care. <laughs> like, if you left it up to me, I would still be saying fleek. Okay? I would still be saying fleek. Fleek was like five years ago, right? Yes, I would still be saying fleek. I never, I cannot do any kind of organized dance. I never could do organized dances. I cannot do the electric slide. I always turn at the wrong time or in the wrong direction. <laughs> okay. So that I changes to where you stuff. I just old. don't care about like, keeping up with. You came out the wrong. I might have been. I might have been born old. I don't keep up with the latest fashions. I don't believe in dressing older than my age, but I think I dress somewhat conservatively. Um, Like, you know how a lot of people wear leggings as pants? You're not going to catch me with my ass out. You're never going to catch me with my ass on full display. It's going to be covered. Sorry. I believe in modesty. If I'm old um, for that, I'm I'm old. not someone who looks at junior fashion for what I'm going to put together. It's it's comfort. Um I'm a lover of leggings and sweatpants around the house and I'll throw on some jeans to go outside or whatever, but I'm I'm not trying to be hip. Like, you know, yeah, I like I don't like if my if my pants are ripped, don't I don't, I don't want to be ripped in certain places. You know, you don't need to see all of my thigh. Um, I get cold easily, but not nah, like <laughs> you hate what? I hate flat rips. Why? Why? Are, why are your whole? I, I why you is your whole knee exposed? <laughs> No, not a knee rip. Oh, it looks like somebody like just big, ripped the off the whole out. part where your kneecap is. Okay. <laughs> yes, I hate that. Or or yeah. or when it's not even just a hole, when it's a flap. Like the flap of yeah. fabric is still there. I think that looks so stupid. And I'm I guess I'm old. I've always hated sagging. Sagging pants, I don't like it on men. I don't like it on women. I hate it on anybody. I think you, you look, look like, like you a slopopotamus when you, you wear your pants changed. sagging. It's yes. Have you ever seen a grown yes. man trying to run with sagging pants? They look like they're sagging pants. Or remember, remember pants? Skip it where you have to throw the, the thing with the ball around your leg? <laughs> like that's how they look when they're trying to run. <laughs> That's how they look when they yes, I used to have this is this is old <laughs> of us. We say, we're like, remember when? Remember? <laughs> but I don't that say that. Right. Is my so it's right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, no, you're being I too I literal. It's, it's just I don't talk about the past. Old. 
to them they unless it's a teachable moment or they ask me a question. But the moment they ask me a question, they're already answering it with, back in my day, like, you didn't really want to know. You just wanted to roast me. <laughs> but if you really want to know about me back in the day, I was a good roaster. <laughs> I, I could cut on everybody. Thick skin. I did. You you just said you care. cut on people. <laughs> they don't know what that means. <laughs> My age is <laughs> They don't know what that means. Like, come on. Wow. Next thing you know, you're going to be trying to do so your mama mean. jokes. She jumped up in the air and like, got stuck. <laughs> and you can't. <laughs> your mama heard it was chilly outside and she went and got a bowl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like we should be cut some slack. We've been through a lot. We have been through a lot of things of historical significance that, you know what, if we just want to break, <laughs> it's okay. And a lot of us are still young-minded in a way that there's no way you can say that, oh, we're old. But to me, it's weird when people our age yeah. are really into young, young stuff. I mean, you know, live and let live, it just is weird to me. Like, if you're 36 years old and you're pushing 40, whatever, you're around our age range, and you're keeping up with, like, junior-type fashions, yeah, but I, think every I don't generation get it. Goes through I don't understand it at where all. Where there's someone who's still trying to hold on or whatever, and I don't have the desire to hold on. Like, I'm not going to stunt my growth to, mm-hmm. to be perceived as in style because there, there's something for us too you know what I mean like I I want people I want to be taken seriously I take myself seriously so I'm I don't have a need to hold on to to childish shit like if if, if I didn't have kids I wouldn't know about these damn dances um well shit not even just kids my nieces and nephews have taught me stuff too where I'm like what (laughs) like oh okay like I watched my nephew years ago do a whole cooking dance and he cooked the whole invisible meal while he was dancing and I'm like I would have never done that shit at 17 what the (laughs) hell are you doing get out of my living room with this shit go in the actual kitchen and cook like what like no lie he made a whole invisible meal that shit flew, like he flipped the pan flipped whatever was in his invisible pan up in the air and watched it go over his head and caught it with the other hand okay good job want a cookie but I don't know I don't care I am old I do feel like huh but we didn't do you think we ever did like, anything as stupid as like Tide Pod Challenge or uh-huh. even the Cinnamon Challenge? We didn't do like, things of a quarter. I'm trying to think if we did like, dumb stuff. Nah, I don't remember any of that. Like, real talk, <laughs> being a kid in the 90s, it was hard enough, like, just not getting shot. Depending on where you grew up at, where I grew up at, I've run from stray bullets as a child. Um, 
Nah. I didn't do any, you know what? I was always afraid my mom was going to beat me. So why would I eat a Tide Pod knowing who raised me? Why? <laughs> no, because if she finds out, she's going to beat me before I leave this world. So nah, <laughs> I wouldn't have done that stuff. Like when we were young, remember we liked Tamagotchis and Nano Pets. We, we, yo-yos. Yeah. Oh, we were children. We were children in the most pure sense of the word. Like we we went outside and we played and we didn't have to have I was watching this video of this black mom who let her nine year old like in her own neighborhood go to a neighborhood park by herself. And she was playing at the neighborhood park by herself what? and somebody called the police. The police arrested the mom for like negligent, yeah, negligence, something crazy like that. Then proceeded to lecture her. When the news reported on it, the news was lecturing her as if she was wrong for letting her nine-year-old daughter go to the park in her own neighborhood by herself. Now, I know times have right. changed, but what are we doing to kids? The cops were like, do you understand? Do you understand why you're here? Do you know what could have happened? Somebody could have come and snatched her up and you weren't there and nobody was there to watch her. I mean, not to be callous, but you can be hurt at any time. It doesn't matter how strapped you are. It doesn't matter how prepared you are. Somebody like you can be hurt at any mm -hmm. time by someone who doesn't give a damn about your life. So do you then stifle your children and not have them learn any sense of independence because of how things are today? I don't know. Because I tried to make this point before to people and I got argued down no things are different now you can't let your kids be alone my son didn't walk home from school by himself or he didn't walk to school by himself until he was 13 years old I, I don't know to me that's weird I was I was definitely standing at a bus stop with other kids you know there were no <clears throat> there were no adults around uh, maybe there might have been somebody's mama was standing in the screen door watching. Mm. <laughs> I didn't see any open doors in the wintertime when we were out there. But I'm just saying, you stand out there waiting for your bus at the corner. And I had to walk. I had to walk down a hill and basically up a block completely out of my mother's sight. My mother would have had to be Superman with x-ray vision to actually see me from where my bus stop was when I was young, like, I don't know, nine years old. So you just trust in the fact that your child will be safe and your child knows what to do um, when crazy stuff happens. You know how many stray dogs came oh. past that bus stop? Everybody started screaming and jumping on cars. You learn quickly. If a stray pit bull oh, comes no. running up, you jump on a car. I have okay? lots of, um, <laughs> like, uh, a very unstable wire fence to so, get away from damn stray dogs in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it bore my weight, but it did. 
but you know kids don't even know I mean I don't know it was some study or an article I read about a study that was done about kids knowing how to get home so mm-hmm. you know me and you we walked a lot when we were younger we walked and we caught the bus I was catching the city bus by myself when I was like 10 years old so if I missed a school bus I caught a city bus all the way down a hill which was maybe I don't know maybe a mile and a half two miles and then I would walk another two blocks two long blocks to finally get to school so yeah it it was I did all that by myself I didn't need any supervision I didn't have anybody looking out for me and I felt safe doing it but kids today, they actually don't know how to get home because they're used to being driven everywhere. So if your kid ever missed a school bus or for some reason you weren't there to pick them up and they had to get home, not where you live because you live in a weirdly isolated place, but just a, a kid that let's say lives in the suburbs and lives a mile away from their school, but they live up a street, down a street, up a street, down a street. They, a lot of them yeah. kids would not know how to get back home just yeah, walking. One thing because I they're like so used to being driven. Like my kids, you know, they, yeah. I let them go outside and ride their bikes and try not to hover over them as they're doing it or whatever, because I don't want them to, to feel overly sheltered and I don't want to be riddled with anxiety watching them and watching cars and shit like I've I've given them good enough instructions by um, watching them when they were younger for them to know what to do but Mm -hmm. they go on bike rides with their father and excuse me and they they go outside of the neighborhood and so they know how to get to you know the elementary school how to get to the store and all this other stuff because they've gone exploring and that's something I used to do with my dad too. We would go bike riding and just, you know, explore the city. What else is out here in the world or whatever? Because really, I only knew car mm-hmm. routes and bus routes to get places. If it wasn't on the bus route, I didn't know how to get there. But going around with my father, I'm like, oh, I don't even know this street connected to this. You know what I mean? You you have to acknowledge that, you know, these, these kids ain't built like us. And if little Jimmy gets lost out there in the street somewhere, no, then now what? My kids know exactly if we are not going the right way. This isn't the way home. It's not. We have, we have veered off the course, children. We're going somewhere <laughs> else. But that's crazy that so many kids don't know simple stuff like that. We definitely knew that we were given that freedom to some degree to just, you know, explore our surroundings and without a, a parent hovering over us and no one was calling the cops on us if we went to the park alone. I mean, cops on our parents if we went to the park alone because you're probably going to be surrounded with other kids. And if you're playing with yourself, by yourself rather, um, you know, you, you're taught stranger danger and don't get in the white van, don't take candy from strangers and all that other shit. But if you never let your kids explore, you might not teach them that shit. Because mm-hmm. you then the moment never comes up to even talk about it. But right. at the end of the day, we're not old. We're older. 
wiser. And we grew up in that weird period that <laughs> that's digital to to not digital, analog to digital phase. My kids don't even know what a VCR is or a cassette tape. Poor thing. I'm surprised they know well, what a, we, a DVD we, they is have those or a CD. Because we, we still had DVD players. Even but, my, my last truck had a DVD player in the back. So, you know, they kind of knew. But they, these, these are Netflix kids, like digital Netflix. Before Netflix was sending you, or after Netflix used to send you the video and you would send it back to them in the mail. So, yeah. Oh, right. You remember? Um, oh, well, of no. course you remember, but they wouldn't know what? what to do with a floppy disk. I don't even disc. think they realize that their computers have disk drives. <laughs> like, for, for CDs. I'm surprised yeah. that computers like, have well, disk I mean, drives. Like, like, they hardly mm-hmm. even make those cool. anymore, right? Shit, I'm starting to forget. Oh, Lord. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> but my kid, like, remember? You remember the Scholastic Book Fair, and you would get the um the paper, and you could pick out different books and stuff. And then they had yeah. um computer games. I used to want me a computer game so bad, but my mom's like, "Come on now, bro!" Like the computer we had was like old when we bought it, and it was new to me. <laughs> and there was no way that anything I bought from the Scholastic Book Fair was gonna work <laughs> but I wanted it my kids don't have to worry about buying a damn computer game from the Scholastic Book Fair because they my kids have memberships to all the games that they want to play online I'm not paying for it that's all coming out of Christmas and birthday money by the way but <laughs> they have all this shit <laughs> if your kids had to Girl. get onto dial up they would not know what to do if you handed them an AOL free internet they or download the internet the CD they would not know what to do I don't think <laughs> <laughs> kids just don't I mean our parents were probably saying when we were young that we didn't realize how good we had it compared to them. Like, I don't know I what do. to do with a what's an eight track. I don't know what to do with that. Um, I do know how to respool a cassette tape if the the tape comes out. I know how to do that. I know how to take a VHS tape and you put that little piece of paper. And that tape and that mm, little spot on yes. it, so you can record over it. You remember doing that? I used, to, I used, I, I took all kinds of good movies, and I'm like, <laughs> nobody watches this movie anymore. I need a blank tape, and I was just recording over it. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. So. I have a ton of recorded over VHS tapes is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and see, I would never dare because again, I know who raised me and she <laughs> would whip my ass. Nah, I wouldn't even play. But she didn't really watch VHS. My dad watched all the VHS stuff. But like my my parents' house is a time capsule. 
It is. Because it really it's a time capsule, the kids are like, what's this and what's that? And so I've had the opportunity to explain it to them, but then I have to also say, this is older than me. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't this is why your kids call you old because they go to your house and they don't know what a record player is record player my my mom still has my dad's eight track player and i'm like bro like they're like are these old video games no that actually has music on it <laughs> tracks on it. my favorite was the jacksons i love the song destiny and yes this is older than me check the copyright but yeah i don't know i don't the only time i feel weird is like besides my kids roasting me is like my nieces and nephews say something about um oh we said happy birthday on facebook or we saw such and such on facebook they're like we don't use facebook anymore <gasps> and i'm like oh they're like um, and that's for old people and i'm like are we the old people? Yeah. We are. It. I've heard it. I've heard it before that only old people still use Facebook. But I'm just like, I'm being tracked enough, okay? Google tracks everything we do. Our mm-hmm. phones are tracking us if you have your GPS on. I'm not downloading TikTok, okay? I'm not doing it. Um, Twitter, I signed up for Twitter years ago, and honestly, I was like, I don't understand how to do this, quit, (laughs) I think I deleted (laughs) it now, I just couldn't, I said I couldn't do it, you know how long it took me to sign up for Instagram? I'm like, everybody's talking about Instagram, I don't want to download another social media and I finally downloaded Instagram. You know how long it took me to figure out where the DMs were? I'm like, what is this up in this corner with this red number here? Oh, those are DMs. You know, I still don't know how to share a video. If I see a funny video on Instagram or a funny picture, I don't know how to share it to my page. How do you do that? I don't care. You download a different app. It's a repost app. See, you're more hip than me. Considering considering you're 20 days older, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I try to stay hip, try to stay with it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, I'm not I you know I can't stand no goddamn TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you made a TikTok video, I don't like it. There we go. Right off the rip. I don't like it. And if I if I see another goddamn challenge with somebody throwing a damn brush at at each other, a comb, a magical wand, and you do another damn voiceover, I hate it. That is my old side coming out. I don't see the point. I don't see the point. It's stupid. It's lame. But it's lame to me. If it brings you joy, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't like it. Um, What was I finna say, though? That's not what I was about to say. I just had a lot of anger and distracting me from my point. Oh, technology. Yeah, but like even Snapchat. I have that for the filters. I have never posted anything on Snapchat because I don't know how it works outside of the filters. And if my phone didn't have a recent update to make accessing the filters easier, I probably wouldn't use that shit. 
Snapchat is another one. It took me a long time to finally download. I have to go through a lot of steps. Like when it says that my sister has posted a new snap, I'm thinking, okay, I can just click on the app and like her avatar will be popped up. No, that's not how it works because that would be too easy. I have to figure out how do I find her name? So I go to friends and then I find her name and then it takes me to like the chat screen. And I'm like, obviously I don't want to chat with her. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard. (laughs) I didn't even know I had friends on Snapchat until um, a few months ago. When did I I befriend all these people? I don't remember none of that. Like, it's hard enough to remember my password when I change phones or devices in general. How the hell am I supposed to remember something I don't use? Uh, so, in conclusion, we are old. Ish. <laughs> We're old-ish. Boo. I think, it, I think it's more that we just don't care. I don't know if that comes along with being older. But I know with me, I have stopped caring about keeping up with a lot of stuff. And I'm okay with that. I'm completely okay with it. I've, I'm fine. Well, you know, one of the items on my bucket list is to be old with you and to sit on the porch and with the cats that I'm allergic to. And yell at kids. So now we can finally yell at your neighbor who had the basketball. Probably yelling at his kids. But whatever. Get out of here with that goddamn basketball. (laughs) When do we get to do this? Like when we're 65? Whenever we finally get our social security checks, we can do it. No, fuck that. When we're that age. I'm doing that. 55. As soon as I get my discount at the grocery store and the movie theater, I'm I'm old. I'm a senior citizen. I'm embracing this shit. And it's on the popping. So we got like 19 years. Oh, shit. (laughs) God. Nope. I'm moving back to Social Security. (laughs) Wait. when When we first qualify for AARP, which is 55 years old, then we're going to start snapping on kids. <laughs> Saying that number out loud and realizing that it's not that far away. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you see now why your kids act like they have a messed up back in a cane when they mock you? <laughs> I ain't even going to say what just came to mind. <laughs> the F of kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Let's transition. Let's transition. Um, Speaking of parents, it's Father's Day. Yay. Yay. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day, guys. I don't typically uh, do those kind of shout outs on my ancient Facebook page, but (laughs) I'll say it here. Happy Father's Day. Yes. Um, Too often. I, mean, should, I, I don't like putting um, qualifiers on it. Just happy Father's Day. 
but I will put a qualifier on it. If you're a father doing what you're supposed to be doing as a dad, there we yeah. go. Yes. Um, no single mothers because you have a day. It's called Mother's Day. Day um, in May. Um, <laughs> no sperm donors because if all you did was shoot up the club and bounce, you don't qualify. You don't qualify. So yes, the qualified papas out there, happy, happy Father's Day. I hope someone made you breakfast, lunch, and or dinner. Um, and that you are appreciated every day and not just today. You know what? Poor dads. Dads don't get, I mean, like you, you did something nice for your husband and my sister, I know she, she put a lot of effort into her boyfriend's gift. So there is, I think more of an effort put in for dads lately in the past few years, but I think when I used to buy stuff for my dad for Father's Day, I would get him like a new shaving kit, a new shaving kit, some nice shaving cream. And I, I don't know, for some reason, I always wanted to get him like a Swiss Army knife or something like that. I distinctly remember getting this stuff for him as a gift one year. And I don't know if he ever used any of it. And I couldn't tell you how many outfits I got him, jewelry even. He doesn't use anything. He wears the same clothes. He uses the same stuff. So eventually I just said, forget it. And I give you nothing. <laughs> Damn. This Walmart holiday, or this Hallmark holiday can kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Now, one one of the things in in the home of my mom or her parents that I got my dad that is still there is an old school record player. It don't work. It stopped working. But that was like one thing I know for sure he used until that shit just was like, no, we're done. No. But I he used it. Yeah. I don't like shopping for Father's Day. Cause I feel like it's weird. Like I've I've bought clothes for the hubs because that's what my mom used to do for my dad, buy clothes. Clothes for him anyhow because I shop for him. He don't shop for himself. <laughs> so here you go in a nice bag this time. Oh shit. Hello? I'm here. Hello. Can we not have all these issues? I'm sorry. It's not my fault. No. Connecting and trying to reconnect. Oh, no. I don't know what's going on. It's, I'll blame the thunderstorm again. But anyway. Um, I, I Oh, yeah. I, I bought the hubs a laptop because he wanted one. But then I was like, oh, that's a really good deal. And I bought myself one, too. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Okay, like it, I I made breakfast this morning, which I don't I don't make breakfast that that much anymore. So that was my one little thing. Like, get off your feet. We're having leftovers for dinner. So happy Father's <laughs> 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 But um, 
Man, shit. The kids didn't even realize it was Father's Day, and I feel like I dropped the ball this year. Because normally I'm oh, like, no, kids, give your father this gift that I bought for you to give him. But no. The kids didn't even give him nothing? Nah. Like, I didn't even think that they needed to do anything. Like, I didn't think about it. I think it's really the coronavirus. Because normally I would <laughs> He played the coronavirus. I did play the rona. But listen, hear me out. <laughs> normally I would be at the store looking for something for him. Or I, I'll ask the kids, what do you want to get him? I, and yes, I know Amazon is an option. But I didn't even think about it. Like, I just went online because he said he wanted a laptop he showed me what he wanted and I bought it and I said happy father's day from me and the kids a few weeks ago like (laughs) (laughs) um I'm done like (laughs) the the gift has been purchased um you are still a father and you are appreciated (sighs) whatever well, it's okay. It's not about the gift. Shoot. But yeah. Um, happy dad moments. Um, I miss my dad. So my dad has been deceased for almost four years. It'll be four years in September. And sometimes I don't always think of buying something for the hubs or celebrating like I should. So I'm trying to suppress my own damn feelings um but you know happy moments um I still hold on to I the one gift I got my dad was this um it was a bracelet I don't know if you remember back when people used to have the bracelets that were like kind of engraved like it had like that bar on it yes I do so I don't know why it caught my eye in the store of my mom. I was a young kid. I think I might have been like in elementary school, but it caught my eye when I was in the store of my mom. And I was like, we have to get this for daddy. And I had him engrave his initials on it. And when I gave it to him, like I was so excited because I finally picked out a gift on my own. I gave it to him and he saw my excitement and he got excited. It was like the best Father's Day that I feel like I have given my dad. Do you have any happy Father's Day moments or any moments that you like to share? Um, hmm. did, did he ever use anything that you gave him or show some kind of appreciation? Um, He always used to say, like, me and my dad don't get along. We just don't. There's so much history, but we just do not see eye to eye oh. on much of anything. So, uh, I don't, I haven't acknowledged Father's Day for a long time, and I'm okay with that. He has, like, he has other kids, and if his other kids wanted to do something for him, he would not be missing out from me abstaining from giving him a gift or acknowledging the date. Um, anyway, I used to get him... Uh oh. Can you hear me? I can. Uh oh. Hello? 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 Hi. Oh, hey there. 
Hi. <laughs> Boy, yeah, Anchor is acting up today, huh? Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. But um, from my dad, I used to try to get him stuff that he would use. I would get him leather belts because he always needed belts and he was somehow always tearing these belts up. I mean, he would wear them till they were dead. So I got him leather belts. I've gotten him shoes, sneakers. I um, He used to wear like these old men shirts like button up shirt because he thought he was cool button up shirts so I'm like I'm gonna turn you into a polo person <laughs> um so I started buying him polos and remember when striped shirts mm-hmm. were in with the collar I I got him a ton of shirts um I used to get him stuff when it became obvious that he just was not into clothes um and have to wait years to see him wear something that I would buy him. I started getting him food stuff that I knew he liked. He likes crap like peanut brittle. Um, he likes stuff like Vienna sausages. I got him this stuff. Like I was going grocery shopping. I got him this kind of crap. And that's the kind of stuff that I know he enjoyed. So yeah, when I used to buy him gifts, I used to have to get a little creative for him and it was fine because you know he was easy to please I, I don't even think most of the time he even realized it was Father's Day <laughs> to be completely honest so well I'm Same tapped thing. man <clears throat> Father's Day guys now again And, um, what? Hi. Hello. Why is this happening? Oh, is it It keeps cutting out. I don't know what you've said. Oh, I just said hello. Oh, it was you looking for. Hey, girl. Well, I was just saying we should probably wrap it up. Um, yeah. So we hope you guys enjoyed. I'm back. Hello. Okay, shut up then. Hate <laughs> <laughs> you. The worst best friend ever. So, if any of you are interested in being my best friend and co-host, please hit me up on a thousand miles apart Facebook. You're such an asshole. You wouldn't even acknowledge it. You're (laughs) completely quiet. I'm like, did we miss the connection again? Oh man. <laughs> okay. Um so disregard Stephanie's um tipper tantrum about there being an opening for a best friend. Oh, there <laughs> never will be an opening for another best friend. <laughs> <Seat's tagging. laughs>
<laughs> seat taken. You can't sit here. <laughs> um, but please like and comment on this episode of A Thousand Miles Apart. Uh, we are on Facebook under 1,000 Miles Apart. Um, and Stephanie, take it away with all the various other platforms all you can right. find our so podcast. Instagram and Twitter as 1,000 Miles Apart Podcast. You can also find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a few other podcast platforms. And we ask that when you do listen, if there is a rating option, that you give us five stars or whatever the equivalent is for that platform and that you chime in on the conversation on Facebook. Yeah. So thanks again, guys. We really appreciate you sticking with us and listening. We look forward to hearing from you. Again, this is A Thousand Miles Apart. And I'm Stephanie, still looking for a new best friend and co-host. <laughs> oh, she's so petty. I love you. So petty. <laughs> I'm slapping injunction on you. It will be. It will be on like Lisa Frank stationery. <laughs> this is a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Right. Right. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.